Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. In tonight's episode, I'm going to share with you a story of JFK and how he got man on the moon in such a short period of time and why that is so important for you in your business. Stay tuned. This is the Billy Rickman Show podcast. Being in business over the past few years has become increasingly demanding. As a business owner, it's getting harder to know what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. The constant changes and updates in business can make you feel overwhelmed. So the question is, how do you stay ahead of the game, stay motivated, and create a business that doesn't just keep the doors open, but achieves serious profit? This podcast will answer that question. I'm Billy Rickman, and this is Success Sessions. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Billy Rickman Show podcast on a Sunday evening, ready to start another big week. And uh, especially off the back end last week, we had such a big week. And um, on Friday, we had our biggest sales day ever. Not ever, sorry, but in a very, very long time anyway. Uh, largely due to all the sales people we'd hired, but each of those people um, did really, really well. And so it wasn't just like, you know, we got, just got an all-round great result. Each of the people that we'd hired had a good result. So I was really, really excited about that. And so I'm super excited to start this week and see what the uh, the week has in store. And hopefully for you guys as well, I wanted to start this um, start today anyway with a podcast for you to give you some motivation, inspiration to start to think a little bit bigger and stop playing small. And um, for me, like I talk a lot on this podcast, I talk a lot about Elon Musk. He's just someone who absolutely fascinates me. And I think in 10 years time, we'll honestly say that Elon Musk changed the course of human history more than any other man in, in history. I mean, obviously, if you're a religious person, I won't go into that, but I'm talking about mortals, uh, mortal men. <laughs> and, um, and I think that uh, Elon Musk will certainly be up there, if not the person who's done it. You know, his, his companies that are um, looking to colonize Mars, um, solar companies that are looking to provide new energy to, to Earth and, and how, we, um, how we maintain energy across the planet. Um, his, you know, his electric cars, so dealing with transport and all these different things that he's doing just to create huge change in the world. And so I was watching a, a video of his about two months ago and I, he started to talk about something about space. And I went on YouTube just to Google it and I just went down this rabbit hole. And since then, for the last few months, I've been absolutely fascinated with space and specifically about um, rockets and spacecraft. And, um, you know, I was watching Elon's, Elon's rockets and then I started looking at, um, you know, that how he's evolved his own rockets and then went back to the Challenger disaster and watched all about the Challenger disaster and that all unfolded and then the Apollo and Saturn missions and Gemini and all these different things. And I just went right down and I feel like every time I go on YouTube now, there's a new video I want to watch about rockets. It's crazy, right, how you can find new inspiration in a different age. Anyway, I was watching one um, today, a little snip, snippet of a documentary today, and they were talking about the space race and about how um, after the, you know, World War II, um, the, the US and Russia started like both building rockets to, to see how, they, how far they could travel within the rockets and whatnot. And um, it wasn't really the space race at the time until Russia put a satellite up into space. And the, the US got looked at it and went, huh, well, that's interesting that they got there before us. And then shortly after, they put a man in space. And then shortly after that, they, um, they put a woman in space and then they were the first to orbit the, the moon. And they, they kept achieving all these big things and the US were just left in their wake and they couldn't achieve 
anything substantial to say that, you know, they were ahead of Russia. And in fact, the Russians, every time the, the US had a failed um, rocket attempt, the, the Russians would also almost put like this, um, you know, this humiliation, uh, this, this statement out that would humiliate the US and um, ask them, do they need help and things like this. And um, then JFK, John, uh, John F. Kennedy, the US president, obviously the one who was assassinated, came into power as the president. And in the early 60s, he went to deliver a speech and he did it in Houston, Texas. And it's one of his most famous speeches. And um, I'll, read, I'll read it to you now. I wanted to just grab it so I didn't get it wrong. Um, and then once I finish this, I'll explain to you what it means for you and why it's important, why the message is important for you in your business. So he says, after all of this, after the Russians were just way ahead and it was now labeled as the space race. It wasn't at the start, but now at this point it was, it was labeled as a space race. Who could, who could, you know, take control of space, basically the U S or Russia. And, um, and the Russians were leaping ahead, as I've just mentioned. And then John F. Kennedy said that we're going to go to the moon. And he did this famous speech in Houston. And he says, we choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and to do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that goal will serve to organize and measure the best of our energies and skills. Because that challenge is one that we are willing to accept, one we are unwilling to postpone, and one we intend to win and the others too. He gave this speech in front of this huge crowd, and um, now here I am reading it on, what was that, in the 60s, so 40 years plus, so roughly 60 years, 60, 65 years ago now, and here I am reading this on this podcast. And why is it so poignant? Why is it so important? Well, number one, that really set, after that, they created NASA, and what that did is it set a timeline. And so all these goals and projects that they've been putting off and all these things that they've said, oh, we'll get to that later. And, you know, there's no rush in getting that complete. All of a sudden, um, there was some urgency around creating these people, a group of people that could get the job done. And so number one, fast track your recruitment. Find the best people because we need them because the president said that we're going to do this before the decade's out. So he gives them nine years, right? Um, says this will be done. And so we need to find the best people. Okay, so something that was probably delayed in the past, like, oh, yeah, you know, we'll just get around to it. So all of a sudden, nope, we need the best minds. Find them, get them, hire them, get it done. Okay, cool. Now we've got the best minds. All right, now what do we, what do we need to do? And again, all these steps could have been like delayed and drawn out. It's like, no, nope, we need a first, you know, a model spacecraft. We need all these ideas. We need to table all these different things and, and, um, and, uh, and models in which we could perhaps get this to space. We need to do it now. And so, you know, there was a, they fast-tracked their ideas and they all fast-tracked their, their brainstorming and, and all their collective minds to come up with not just one idea but multiple ideas in which they could do it. And then once they had all these different models, of course, they analysed them all and tested them. Some worked, some didn't. And, of course, from the ones that did, there was like, okay, now we need to fast-track how to improve these so it's more reliable. And from this, from this intensity and urgency, all created because there was a deadline, all created because this president had set this that huge, ambitious goal, which they had no right to achieve back in the early 60s, right? To think about the computers they used back then. I only know this because I've done such a deep dive in it recently. Um, you know that the, the spacecraft they were using when they went to the moon were, had less computer power than your old Nokia. You know, the old Nokias with snake on it had less, <laughs> less computing power than that, right? That was their guidance system. The one that actually guided them to the moon had less power, less computer power than that. And so they really had no right in going to the moon back then. But because the president had set this ambitious and audacious goal in front of everybody, <coughs> and not, that was obviously relayed worldwide, because of that, then all of a sudden there was urgency in getting the job done. There was urgency in finding resources. There was urgency in, in trialing and testing and proving things to work. And because of that, 
Then in 1969, on July 20th, Neil Armstrong stepped foot on the moon. And, um, but it would never ever would have happened if that target wasn't set. It never would have happened if President Kennedy didn't stand at that lectern and say, this is what we're going to do and we are going to do it by this date. It will happen. And the, the language he used in the speech, we choose to go to the moon in this decade and do other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. He's setting them a challenge. He's saying to the world, we accept that responsibility as the, as the leading superpower. We accept that as a challenge because it is hard and because it is not easy. We will undertake this. We will do it and we will get it done. And once man landed on the moon, they saw this huge surge in scientific breakthroughs, in engineering breakthroughs, all these ideas, innovations that never would have been dreamt possible. The things that we take for granted for now were created in that short decade or 15 years or so between 1960 and 1965 where the space race was on because there was so much, um, well, number one, there was a lot of money being spent into it, like a ridiculous amount of money was being thrown into it. Um, but it, creates a, it created this surge in innovation and, and scientific breakthroughs. And um, I just think the whole story is something that you can take away in your own business. Like, are you the sort of president who would stand on that lectern and say, you know, it'd be great to go to the moon, and, but it seems really hard. It seems unachievable. It seems like that's a big goal. And I don't want to like short, fall short of that. So, you know what, maybe we'll get to the moon by the year 2000. That seems, that seems plausible, 40 years away. It seems like something we could achieve if, if we plot along and we do the job. In year 2000, we'll be on the moon, right? If he stood there in 1961 and said that, then would he have got to the moon in year 2000? Probably, probably about 1995 he would have got to the moon. But because he set a, a goal that was seemed unachievable, seemed, seemed unobtainable, seemed so far out of reach, but I am the president of the United States, and so you will do it. We're going to assign you the budget, we're going to assign you the people, and you're going to get the job done. And people felt this pressure and urgency, and so they actually got the job done. And so I think the message for this, not I think, the message for you in this story tonight is to go into this week setting goals that are unachievable, setting goals that are unobtainable, doing the things and doing them not because they are easy, but because they are hard, right? Putting all the measure of your energies and skills. And he says, because that challenge is one that we are willing to accept. Make it the challenge that you are willing to accept and one that we are unwilling to postpone. Make it your willing, sorry, make it that you're willing to post, unwilling to postpone this. So I got a little bit tongue-tied then, right? The point I'm trying to make is like, all these things you keep putting off, start them now and set yourself a goal and work towards that goal to get it done. And it is amazing what happens when you set that target, you put all your energy, all your resources, and you set a timeline that you must achieve. It is amazing what you can get done in that period of time. Anyway, I hope this story makes sense for you tonight. I hope it's been a little source of motivation and makes you rethink your own goals. Don't be the president who says we're going to do it in 50 years. Be the president who says we're going to do it in 10 years and just get it done. And that's how you need to approach your business this week and for the remainder of the year and if you can for the entire of your business career. Anyway, have a great night tonight. If you liked this episode, like, share, comment, subscribe to the podcast. I'll be back tomorrow with another episode. Until then, have a good evening. See you later, guys. Bye-bye. Want to keep up to date with all my videos, posts, and free content? Head to Facebook and like my page at facebook.com forward slash Official. You can also find me on Instagram by searching the real B underscore Rickman.